special meeting to order. It is not an emergency meeting. It falls under our categories of special meeting and we gave 24 hours notice. That's why we're having it at 4.30 today, which we're going to start our meeting at 4.40. I just want to thank you all for coming on Saturday to this meeting and we will start our meeting now. Miss um, Barney, please do roll call. Okay. Uh, Council Member Matthew Fenn. Here. Uh, Here. Nolan, obviously not here. Um, Amy Lance. Here. Uh, Barry Thomas. Here. Uh, Vice Mayor Jeremiah Barron. Here. And Mayor John Hughes. Here. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Ms. Varney. All right. Everybody, please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. <coughs> Our dear kind Heavenly Fathers, we come before thee this, day, this afternoon. We ask a special blessing at this time that we will all be courteous and kind and that we will understand what is going on. Help us to understand the importance of this. We're grateful for the, this town that we live in, Dewey Humboldt, 
and we thank you for the rain that we have received and help us to be kind like i said in the name of jesus christ amen amen you may be seated Item 5A, Council Announcements about Outside Meetings and Committees. Okay, seeing none, I'll move on to Item 6, Public Comment on Non-Agendized Items. The Council wishes to hear from citizens at each meeting. Individuals may address the Council on any issue raised within its jurisdiction. Council members are forbidden by Arizona Open Meeting Law from answering your questions discussing issues raised or taking legal action on matters raised during public comment. A three minute per speaker limit shall be <coughs> Everyone should read the notation on the agenda which for more fully explains what the town's procedures are. All right, any public comment? Yes, come on up, Ms. Brown. Sue Brandt. So we're here on a Saturday it was said in online that this is an emergency meeting. Please do not waste our time. We want answers after executive session. We yes, Ms. Puff. <clears throat> we cleft to be humble. Just on a positive note, we're having a lot of feedback days and it's really exciting so I'm anxious for April 20th at between 11 from 11 to 3 a lot of different businesses have contacted me and I've sent them on to Jeremiah but just it's gonna be a lot of fun so I hope the whole council's there and staff and everybody and let's bring this town together thank you yes yes miss Brooks Thank you, Mr. Mayor and Council. Um, I think it would only be proper, as we've discussed in um, previous councils and everything, if we allow people to have their concern or some of their concerns heard before you go into executive session. So if any new ideas or issues come up, um, you can deliberate those in executive and you can have a feeling for how the town or citizens are feeling on the issue that you're going to discuss in executive session. If it's on the agenda, we can't discuss it in, in public comment. If you go right into executive session, it gives the citizens no time to comment on it. And when you come out of executive session, you're probably going to tell us what your decision is into what the executive session was about. I would like you to consider these points. Thank you. Anybody else? <laughs> All right. Moving on to item seven, town manager report, and you can take any consideration. Um, yes, uh, mayor and council members. And can you just speak up? Lee can't hear you. Mayor and council members. How's that? Better. Okay. Um, I, I just want to report on a new internal policy regarding elections um, arising out of concerns of several citizens to protect the uh, integrity and reputation of town staff and to ultimately uphold election integrity. The town clerk and I will be implementing the following additional 
internal procedures for distributing and receiving election documents. The distribution and receipt of all election materials shall be done in the presence of both the town clerk and manager. All timestamp documents shall, shall be initialed by both the clerk and the manager, and each shall maintain a separate copy for these timestamp documents. Basically, the, um, the issue of the election will also uh, have me as where the book stops as well. So um, that it will be the new policy and we'll put it out. Um, is that going forward or is that including anybody who already picked up a packet? That, that's going forward. Um, the last person that did file, um, uh, I was present at the time. Mr. Phelps? Yeah. He's, uh, he's taking care of you. the oh. attorney. <laughs> uh, he said anything, anything else, else, Mr. Phelps? No, there's nothing else. I'm sorry. All right. There is nothing for the consent agenda, so we're going to move on to number nine. And 9A is possible vote to recess to executive session pursuant to recess. 431.03A3 and A4 for legal advice, consultations, and direction to the manager, town attorney, and environmental advisory concerning matters Iron King Mine and Humboldt Smelter Superfund site and communications to the EPA regarding the same. Mr. Finn. Um, yeah, I'd like to motion to recess into executive session after we hear from the public. Okay. Second. All right. Motion made by Mr. Finn. Second by Mr. Barron. Ms. Lentz. So, um, are we going to be giving about what the meeting is about? Like, is the attorney going to speak, or are we just going to let them all free will and guess about what it is? No, I, I believe that we come out of the session. Motion was to uh, before we go into executive session to do a, uh, uh, for oh discussion. To allow to allow public comment right. from the people on this issue before. Right. Yes. I okay. don't think we can okay. brief before, though. So. It would be based on um, all matters concerning and pertaining to the Iron King Mine and Humboldt Smelter Superfund site. So you are saying... I would like to give the people the opportunity. Oh, the opportunity to, to make a comment. To make a comment before, before, we, before okay. we before like, we recess. Like Karen oh, okay. asked is okay. what we're doing. Uh, do you hear that, Jim? Jim? Okay, what they want to do is they want to allow the public to go ahead and make their comments on the Superfund site prior to us going in. Okay. So my question is, is it just... They're going to just be blanketing questions, yeah. or can they know a little about what it's about so that they have something to ask? If uh, the party that is here would like to um, talk about it, that's up uh, to her. Um, we cannot go into any details at this point. <laughs> you get put on the spot. Right okay. okay. All right. So, if anybody wants to say anything that they have on their mind for the EPA, 
step on up, Miss Brooks. I'm glad you're here, though. What's the point? Oh, I guess we probably should if, before we start. Well, okay. Yes, we can. If you do that. Then we go into the executive yes. session. No, because it no. was after, oh, after they talk. Okay. All right. Uh, any other discussion on the motion? Yes, Sue Brandt. On the motion. On the motion. We don't know what the meeting's about, how we're supposed to ask questions before. Don't worry, neither do I. So. Right. So, right. We're, we're all in. We're all in the same boat here. Yeah, I have no clue either. Once we come out of executive session, I think we're going to have ample time to discuss it. Mr. Mayor and Council, um, I think even though that we don't know what's happening or whatever, is we've got the cart before the horse. I've been hearing that people's yards or properties are going to be um, remediated before the Superfund site or, or the Iron King or the smelter sites. Well, that's that's ridiculous. We don't know what the remediation on the Superfund site and the smelter site is going to stir up. So if our properties are remediated beforehand, are they going to come back in and remediate them afterwards again? Why don't they, why don't they put their dollars and in, in expertise and remediate the sites like I thought this was going to be from the beginning instead of worrying about the property holders? Then come back and after all the dirt and everything's been disturbed and all the pollutants and everything else, then come back and look at people's property. Why come into somebody's properties beforehand when they've done it once, but oh no, now the numbers have changed. Are we going to have numbers changing again? Or are they wanting just a little kudo check mark that says, oh, well, we did this for this many people. Again, we also have an election year this year. What if we have a change of administration? One of the top things is our national debt. Are they going to be clawing back funds? Are we going to be another 15 years here? EPA, put up or shut up. Get after the smelter site and the Iron King site. Leave people's property alone at this time until you can prove otherwise. I've got a document right in my household that says my property's fine. I've lived on my property for 48 years. Very many people have lived on their property in this area that long. I've got old growth trees. I've got a, a pre-World War II quince bush that I saved from the VA when they were tearing down the Quonset huts that I value very highly. I've got mature trumpet vines. I've got, I spent years on plantings and growth and everything, and I don't want it tore up 
like I've seen people's property tore up like they did this last time. Exposed people's everything except maybe a tree here or there, and most of the time the trees too. Then they haul dirt in from where no or whoever knows where. And if they get dirt that's that's very deep in the ground, my dad always called that dead dirt because it's has not developed into soil that you can grow anything on. I know a place right on Sweet Pea Lane on the east side of their house that they haven't been even to raise sod or anything after they had their place remediated. So let's put up or shut up and let's either do it right and not uh, mess around. I think this is just absolutely stupid to come in and order people that they've got to have their place remediated before they ever touch anything on these polluted sites. Thank you. Brittany Duncan, Dewey Humboldt. Um, I'm sure don't get fed considering the situation and what I already know. Can I be part of the executive session conversation? No. Legally, no. I wish you could, though. Come on up. Are you hearing that? Dewey Humboldt. I just want to say ditto with Karen. She's my neighbor. I can, I can see her house from my backyard and the concerns there. I know you guys are concerned about your workers. You know, they're, well, the next thing is us. And so I'm just as concerned as she is. And so she said it all. So I don't think I need to say any more. Thank you. Thank you. Ashley. Ashley Preston, Dewey Humble. Um, I totally agree with Karen. Uh, the first properties being cleaned before the sites was at the January 16th meeting. I think if you were all involved in the March meeting, we were specifically told that both sites were going to be cleaned up first. Um, EPA obviously can't secure money for that because we're not ready for that. Able to secure money for residential yards, but I totally agree. Um, I think we're in the same situation that we've been in the last 20 years. How many yard cleanups have we had? Yes. The dust blows. We still have issues. So, so I agree with that, Brittany. Just know that in executive session, I have your back. I understand that I canceled my day and dragged my kids down here to what sit here for an hour. No. Blue Hills, Bobby. Uh, heads up, I got a message from my wife. Granted, working in and out with the audio and the video. So, um, and. The EPA and the issues with this, we're just doing circles. It's the same circle you've been churning in for like 15, 20 years, wherever it is. I mean, I mean, we even had issues the other day. Someone got a water line dug up, and they dug into the contaminated soil, and they didn't know the guy, the contractor, buried at the end of the street. This is an ongoing issue, folks. This is nothing new. And we're beating this dead horse beyond dust. Someone needed to do something. I mean, I've questioned the EPA. I've talked to them. I've talked to Ashley a few times about a couple things and you know it's always the same thing and i know the federal government because i work for the state work for the county do more with less and cheap dollar out they're going to tell you it's a nice brand new shiny cadillac and you end up with an old 72 bug with a burnt cylinder they don't 
they like to talk the talk, but the walk is slow and stuttering. Thank you. Hi, Christine Hamilton, Dewey Humble. My comment is just on the meeting day and time. I actually appreciate a Saturday afternoon as I work over in the Cottonwood Camp Verde area. And so um, I don't know how often you have meetings at different times or whether you've ever done surveys of times, but I appreciate this meeting. Thank you. Barry Thomas would like to make a Okay, Barry, do you want to comment? Yeah, I'd like to hear what our attorney has to say about all of this is going on. This is supposed to be executive session. The things that are being done right now are not even on the So what does our attorney have to say? Mr. Bill? Did you hear Barry? <coughs> Did Bill hear Barry? Bill? Did you say okay? Did the attorney say okay? Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Bill. Jim. Okay, here, I got you on speakerphone. I have speakerphone. Okay, he's calling me? Okay. Hello, Bill? You got to turn it up. Nobody there, can hear it. On speakerphone, right? You, okay, you ready? Yeah. Council, Mayor and Council, uh, we've had some troubling uh, events resulting from with the EPA, which is why we went ordinary to schedule this meeting. And I was prepared to do it on, on, on no notice and have an emergency. I understand. We can't hear anything the public is saying. Uh, I believe there will be a, a very informative press release after the e-session, which I think will provide the public context for the public's comment. I think you, counsel, it's hard for you to appreciate what the public is telling you because we haven't briefed you yet. The purpose for this e-session was to brief you on some recommendations we're going to have. Then counsel, then once, once the public hears those recommendations, sees the press release, then I think it would be a great opportunity for, for open comment. But I have no idea what we're talking about now, and nor do you, because you, you don't know what we're going to tell you. Did you hear him? No, I can't hear anything. No, no, they're, I'm so asking if, them. if anybody has anything else to say, uh, let's make it brief so that we can get an executive session and see what they're going to tell us so we can come back and that you guys all know what, what we're all doing. Yes. Okay. Sound like a plan? So, seeing then, we're going to go into executive session. We did vote. We, did vote. we already did. And it was unanimous. Or minus no. one, sorry. Minus Barry. Five to one. Five to one. All right. Yep. I did now. Back to 
session. All right. We now reconvene into the open session following executive session in order to direct environmental advisory committee concerning communications with EPA and also to let the citizens know what we just found out. And uh, I'm going to be reading a statement from uh, the Town Environmental Advisory Committee and just want to let you all know that the council is here for the health and safety of each one of you citizens. Whatever anybody else has said is absolutely wrong. We are here for you guys and for ourselves for the health and safety of this community. Just want to make that clear that this is why we're all here and this is why we're all concerned. Um, that being said, also would like to uh, um, let the general plan steering committee know that we love them for all their efforts and to keep doing what they're doing and we thank you for all of that. So after our executive session, we got a uh, notice and a, you all have it in your hand. So I'm just going to follow through with it so it's on the record and everybody at home can see it. This will be on the website and um, you can come down and pick up a paper. There will be some out there in the files um, if you'd like to grab it. So as directed and overseen by the town council, Environmental Advisory Committee has been working with EPA to ensure that the environmental remedy for EPA is designating and intended to implement protection the town residents from potential unhealthy and unsafe exposures to the residential waste from historic operations of the Iron King Mine and the Humboldt Smelter. Recently, an EPA representative advised a town resident that the EPA sampling of the resident's property, the property was unsafe for continued occupancy, and that the EPA suggestion that the town was considering rezoning the resident's property and neighborhood to prevent further residential use, not stating that the resident was that such a rezone would also allow EPA to apply non-residential or a higher cleanup standard at and the resident's property and thereby reduce EPA's cleaning time. At no time will this council or I hope any future council do anything to devalue your property and that was never any one of us was all agreed to say that that's never been said. While the EPA has just several days before requested that the town consider rezoning of the residential property and neighborhood, the town not only was not considering such a rezone, it had clearly assured the resident that the property and neighborhood would not be rezoned. The town through its environmental advisory committee has made it very clear to EPA, state environmental authorities, and the town residents that the town would not make any land use decision that results in the taking from one of its residents, which would be the result of EPA's rezoning request. Land use regulation is the exclusive pre-organization of the town, not EPA, and or any other federal or state agency. At the recommendation of the Town Environmental Advisory Committee, following action plan. One, suspend efforts to amend the general plan and not recommend that the town 
residents sign any access agreement with EPA until the town obtains a better understanding of EPA's residential soil cleanup objectives. EPA utilizes a form access agreement acceptable to the town and the town establishes greater confidence in what should be EPA's first objective, protecting the health and safety of the town. Implement an aggressive education program with public health experts from the University of Arizona, the Arizona Department of Health Services, and the Yapai Community Health Services so that the town residents are advised by independent, unbiased public health officials of the risks to their health from uncontrolled exposure to mine and smelter waste residuals and have tools to address the risk. Number three, initiate a broad soil sampling program led by the town for the purpose of one, informing the town so that the town can completely and independently review and comment on EPA soil investigation and cleanup program and more importantly, identify and communicating to the town residents current health risk. Number four, engage the Arizona Department of Environmental Quality to take steps to address the town's environmental and public health concerns. Although the town appreciates EP's readiness to assess and determine a townwide remedial solution, the town is not willing to put into jeopardy the property rights of its citizens. The town ensuring appropriate and lasting protection for the town's residents in response to facts-based health risk concerns and encouraging EPA and ADEQ to address their respective mission responsibilities without placing additional burden on the town. Ms. Preston, come on up. You got something else you could say. So it's been a very eventful week. Um, EPA has suggested the option of the town council rezoning simply to save money in their remedial costs. It simply would be too expensive to remediate 30 acres. I just jotted some things down here um, off the top of my memory that I want the community to be aware of when we're talking about wasting funds with EPA and putting our properties at risk. EPA spent $40 million on the RI. That was after they rejected the first one for incomplete data. $40,000 on a report for the stability of the stack in 2013, which they then requiring the stack um, to have an emergency response, which cost millions more for ADEQ to come in and take it down. They ignored fencing concerns at the smelter for years until a YouTube video was posted. Um, that required EPA to come in and spend $350,000 for a diversion fence. We don't have just one reuse assessment. We have two reuse assessments for our town. As EPA is now concerned in saving money and not remediating a residential property, look at these numbers that EPA wasted in the so I, I fully appreciate the support of the council. Um, absolutely, our community needs to stand up at this point and demand that EPA stop this nonsense in our community. We are the ones who control our own environmental destiny. And judging by the amount of the people in the room, that is very clear that um, we're not going to stand for this. We, we absolutely will not allow EPA to come in 
and push somebody out of their residential home with um, no no exception to them. I, I mean, we were very clear um, in the conversation. Um, Brittany asked several times, what happens to me and my family if this is rezoned? Am I going to be paid to move somewhere else? The answer was no. So at this point, we are done playing <coughs> with EPA. I am so thankful that the council is on board. Um, I, I am so thankful that you know we, we have addressed the access agreement. I, I made the team very well aware council I could not advocate personally to the community to sign access agreements unless we were allowed to have certain provisions in there as a community to protect us um, Karen mentioned about her plants why can't we have areas to say you're not removing my trees what what is a tree going to amount to the contamination and the property um, the other big one when Brittany signed her access agreement which I encouraged her to sign um, there was nothing in there saying that EPA had to provide her with sampling results. That's where we're at now. We've asked for them. They were verbally, a few of them, given to Brittany. Um, but as a town, as a committee, we haven't been provided any factual information to say, why should we rezone this property? It wasn't even up for consideration, but and why you think it's not safe for residential areas. Um, so I appreciate everyone's support. I appreciate everyone getting behind Brittany and her family um, and the other property owners. Brittany owns a fraction of the property. Um, as we identified it, it's more like 40 acres that they were interested in. Um, we also compared in the rod they have what they call a RAFLU map, reasonably anticipated future land use map. Um, it shows zoning areas in the town. We compared that to parcels in the area. They have several different areas zoned differently in their rod than which is in our town. So um, that's public information. You can look into their rod. You can compare it yourself if you want to. Um, but we've got some major issues. It's definitely the community stands up and really supports the residents here. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, I have a question. I have a question. Um, the property that we're talking about is was it in the um, in the apron in the initial testing that type of stuff. The apron is simply still within boundary lines of the property, the smelter and Iron King. Um, anything outside of the repository area is considered the apron within the site. Testing on this, um, I looked back in sampling. Yes, there had been testing in 2005 on the area over there. Surprisingly, it came back pretty clean. Some of the lowest numbers in arsenic that I've seen. Uh, when Brittany signed her access agreement back in April of last year, I advised her to take her own sample. Um, I sent her to a state certified lab in Phoenix for testing. They came back some of the lowest numbers I've seen, with the exception of beryllium found on that side, should not be on that side, should be over there. Um, so uh, me personally, I'm having a hard time comparing what numbers we're giving to her verbally versus um, some of the, our own information. Could it possibly be that 
the tailings have blown over there for the last 20 years as EPA has been screwing the rest of the town and now contaminated her property? Yes. Still doesn't explain her private test results. So it is very important um, in the list that had said, you know, expand a little bit more testing. The town needs to do that. We need to be aware of how our testing compares to EPA's testing. Oh, I have two more questions. I mean, and I know this is probably above your pay grade. Um, but had... What is my pay grade? <laughs> Same had, had EPA um, been diligent on the gorilla snot that we've all heard about mm -hmm. every 18 to 22 months, would we be having this conversation? And secondly, is there something, since the numbers weren't so skewed that it should have raised eyebrows, are, are we missing something that's not being tested for? Does any, I mean, who would we even talk to about that? Um, well, for one, the gorilla snot issue, yes, is on the smelter site. Um, EPA never applied any sort of dust control at Iron King. The only thing that has reduced the dust blowing somewhat off of Iron King was U of A's studies in the soil that they put up there to try to go grow plants. Uh, yes, EPA did two community um, residential mediation, did nothing to control the dust off the smelter. It blew for another 10 years. They never came back, so more pictures were submitted. Um, they finally applied a posi shell, which ADEQ reinforced when they took down the stack. But yes, it, it was very... Uh, common sense question then still stands today. You clean this yard and the dust in that yard haven't you the same issue that we have and we have. As far as something that we're missing on this property, um, I think we're, we're looking into that. I think we have um, some evidence of what possibly could have taken place on the property that uh, I think the team is looking to kind of do a full analysis of soil testing on the area. Of course, that would be um, Jim and Steve and the council's call and, and what that scope of work looks like. I would highly highly suggest that we look for everything. We've not gotten accurate information, and I know we all love to hear about misinformation, but that's where we're at right now, it seems. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, I don't, but I will say that this has been a very difficult issue. Okay. All right, Mr. Finn. I just want to let everyone know that the, the council is unanimous in this, and we are united with our citizens. All right. We gave the, we gave the staff direction, and they are working on moving forward with the numbers and we'll go from there for you guys. Uh, thank you all for being here on a Saturday night. Yes, I'm just close. Okay, sorry. Cliff, do we have a, I want to thank all of you for supporting residents because that's what this protecting our then I wanted to see if you had anything you wanted to say but thank you guys very much and thank you guys for being in our community. All right. Yes, Ms. Brad. Sue Brandt, humble. 
I think it's time that Ashley gets compensated for her time. Okay, she's very valuable to this town and she deserves to be paid for what she's doing. Just like Dan, just like the attorneys. Please do something for her. Drake, Dewey, Humble, and I agree with Sue. Ashley, Erin Brockovic of Dewey, Humble, and she deserves compensation. She has been diligent and works so hard on this and does more for our community than probably anybody here when it comes to our safety. So I 100% agree with Sue. Ashley should get some kind of compensation. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 10 is to adjourn the meeting. So we're going to adjourn at 649. Thank you all. Did I miss someone? Did someone have their hand raised? No, no. Yep, because I was, I was shocked. And I wasn't trying to.